TuneIn is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You set my world on fire. And even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here. On TuneIn, go to TuneIn.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening. BBCU presents the KISW Financial Advisor. Here to talk money, please welcome Todd. I invented numbers so I know how this stuff works. Peach! Oh yeah! And this is how it works, man. 206-421-ROCK or text us at 77999. You got any questions at all financially? Todd, uh, man, he's, uh, he knows his stuff. He's got, uh, he's got over 25 years of experience in the financial services industry. Lots of positions he's held in both consumer and business lending. He is a fine member and owner of BECU.org, of course. Uh, BECU, great credit union. And you do not have to just be a Boeing member. Now all you got to do is just live, work, or attend school in, in Washington State, and you're in. Just like that. Hey, Todd. You're in, BJ. I'm in. I'm a member. I've <laughs> been a member a while now. Yeah, you have. Yeah, I feel pretty good about it, too. Good. good. Yeah, I haven't fired anybody in a while. i got to go in and fire somebody since I'm also the owner. <laughs> I, feel like, I feel like I'm not doing my job. I'm not, you know, I'm not, I'm not causing chaos. Yeah, well, you put me on notice a couple times. A couple times so, I've yeah. said, look at Todd. My eyes are on you, buddy. <laughs> I'm the captain now. Yep. So if you have any questions for Todd Peach, anything at all, uh, you know, just give us a ring at 206-421-ROCK. Let's go to David and yell him. David, you are on the rock. Hey, Todd. How's it going? Uh, good, David. What you got for us, Todd, so, David? So my question is is that uh, my realtor is telling me that the hot, uh, market is kind of hot, mm-hmm. and I owe about 145000 on my two-acre horse property, and that I could possibly sell it for about 300000 or or a little bit more, and I'm looking at houses between three and a half to 400000 what I'm trying to figure out is what kind of interest rate if I bought a $400,000 house and put a hundred K down, mm-hmm. what kind of interest rate would I be able to get and what kind of payments would I be able to see? Well, hmm. uh, I mean, interest rates are still really low, David, as you probably, as you probably know, they're probably you're looking at about three, nine, 4%. If you're looking at a 30 year conventional 25% down, you have good credit. I'm assuming. Uh, both my wife are right around six fifty, six sixty. Okay, so that's a little that's a little low. Whoops. Um, yeah, a little low. We'd like to get you up to like seven twenty, seven fifty above, if possible. So the first thing I would do, David, is pull your credit report if you haven't done so. So go to annualcreditreport.com. Let's see where your credit is. Now, there's all kinds of calculators out there. You can certainly go to BEC.org. You can plug in the, the purchase price, how much you're going to put down. It'll let you, uh, you know, pick between different financing options, and it'll tell you what your payment's going to be. And it'll also, based upon your zip code, estimate your principal and your interest or your uh, 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 insurance as well. So you'll see a, uh, an estimate for your payment all in. I have a question uh, for you, David, and for you too, Todd. So your guy is telling you that it's a, it's, it's a hot selling market. This is the time to sell. But then you're going to go buy a home, which means you're also going to pay a lot because it's a hot selling market. I don't know, I don't know why you'd want to buy a home if it's really like really high price. Do you have to get out of that home or you just is it too small? Uh, yes, it's actually a two-bedroom, one-bath house that used to actually be a one-bedroom, one-bath house. Ah. And the living room 
the current living room used to be a garage. Ah. Oh. And so, so you, you want a bigger place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you guys just want yes. a bigger place. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, you well, know, that's a, you know, I I appreciate the call, David. And I, Todd, here's an interesting question, Todd. So, if people don't like where they're living and they want to move to a new house, they want to sell and get another house. Yep. When is a good time to do that? Is it when the when it's a buyer's market or a seller's market? If you're looking to upgrade and get a bigger place, because that is a question that I've always had. Because mm-hmm. they always say buy low, sell high. Mm-hmm. The trouble mm-hmm. is, I still need a place to live. You yeah. know, when I but when I sell high, I, the way I look at you, really can't time the market. Just like you can't time the stock market, you can't. Time the real estate market. It could go down tomorrow. It could go up tomorrow. So I would like look long term, like for the next five to ten years. If I know I'm going to be somewhere, then that that might be the time to, to look at that. But if you're going to be moving or you don't know, your job changes a lot. Maybe not the best idea. But if you know you're going to be somewhere for the next five to ten years, that's, why not? You know, pull the you know do do it when you're ready. Yeah, I mean it's not. I'm I mean because you can't. We don't know, BJ. Things could keep going yeah. up, and then you just get behind mm-hmm. the eight ball, right? Yeah, you're right. Um, but but they could go down. So it's but it's more long term. The house is a, is meant to be a long term investment. Do you remember double digit interest figures? Like I think I do. Did I did I pay in the twenties or thirties? Yeah, I can't G- remember. Jimmy Carter. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. right. I, and I I bought a house. Oh yeah, yoy. <laughs> it was like it was like a seventy thousand dollar house. Yeah. And I feel like my monthly payment was what you could get now for probably a six figure house. Right. A high six figure house. It was the the interest rates were so high 70s and whatnot yeah Yeah, it was nuts yeah let's go to ian and bonnie lake ian you are on the rock with todd peach from becu.org go ahead ian uh i have a question about uh getting a car because both the car that i'm looking for is both on craigslist but also at dealerships and i was wondering what would be the better option getting a personal loan and buying off craigslist or getting an auto loan and going to a dealership uh, well, you're, you're um, so I guess you're you're asking I, I think the same thing, Ian. I think, but a, a personal loan is not is an unsecured loan, so you're probably going to pay a higher interest rate for that. Um, an auto loan is going to be secured by the purchase of the auto, whether you get the financing at the dealer or you do it on your own. What I would recommend is you do it on your own. Um, you have a 30-day window that you can get um, estimates uh, from uh, multiple lenders, and it only counts as one credit hit on your credit report. So, so are you talking for him to get an auto loan on his own or yeah. a personal loan on his own? Um, auto loan. Auto loan on his own. Yeah, okay. your, your interest rate is going to be lower. Yeah. You're, you know, you're going to be 3 4 5% versus... You know, personal loan, not eight, nine, ten percent, because it's uns- unsecured. If an if an if an auto dealer offers you like zero percent financing, is that the better way to um, go? I would compare that with, will they give you some cash back? Ah, so, okay. Um, so sometimes sometimes those can be okay, zero percent, but sometimes they'll give you cash in lieu of that, and you're sometimes better off going getting the financing on your own, taking the cash back, paying down your principal, so you're you're hmm. owing less money. Oh, but fancy. I but I, and I would um, you know get you know get some quotes from a few different lenders um, and they can compare them and go into the uh, go into the dealership having your financing already arranged. Oh, nice! Yeah, uh, there you go. You know, it's funny. I think of doing that with a home because you know you usually try to get pre-approved before you go buy a home. Mm-hmm. Never think about getting my own financing for a car. I've, I've always just gone to the dealer, but I didn't know that you could actually yeah. do better by getting your own auto financing. And, and, and most of the dealers will be able to run you run run it through. If you're with a credit union, they'll probably be able to process you right there. On so, the spot, so, so even you can go you to have your own. you can go to your credit union and go. I want to get a car. Yep. Oh, and they'll go, sure, get we'll pre-approved. Bet. You're pre-approved. BJ, you're good for 5000 As a matter of fact, nice. if I do remember, uh, the good folks at BECU actually did uh, yeah. finance my car when I, when, I, uh, when I was still paying off. Yeah. When it, that so was a long you, time so, ago. So you can get pre-approved. Um, you can get, again, you can get quotes from several different lenders. It doesn't have to be just one. Um, and then go into the dealership knowing what you want. It's okay to, you know, whether you're buying it on Craigslist or at the dealership, it really doesn't matter. 
um, if you have your own financing already ready to go. 206-421-ROCK. You can also text us at 77999. Let's go to Chris in Lake Stevens. Chris, you are on the rock. Hey, good morning, guys. Morning, Chris. Hey, Chris. Hey, so I got a kind of an investing question for you. I have uh, I have a trust fund, baby, and it's kind of been riding for, you know, my whole life now. now how, how old are you, Chris? I'm, I'm 25. All right. I'm, I'm to the point right now where I'm kind of starting to uh, take a very heavy interest in investing and whatnot, and it's been a very conservative investment so far. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, is now a good time to, you know, take a certain percentage of that and go in more aggressive directions uh, where I can get a higher rate of return? Um, well, um, not knowing all of the facts, Chris, it's hard to say, but um, but certainly long term, um, you know, you're looking at market on average. If you look at historically, about eight percent. I'm not sure what your investments are in. Um, I guess I would recommend sitting down and speaking with somebody so they can see the whole picture, um, where you're at today, what you're saving for retirement, what your goals are. Do you want to own a home? Do you already own a home? Uh, how about a family? So I think we have a lot of work to do. I think it's illegal to own families. Uh, Todd. I don't think okay. you can own a family. You can own a home. I don't think you can. You own want a family? family. Yeah, I uh, guess you can't own a, own a family. Yeah. You want a family. So really, Chris, I, I think we want to sit down with somebody and, and really put a detailed plan. I'm happy to hook you up with somebody um, or make some referrals for you. Yeah, it's an interesting thing with right. financial planning. I mean, and Chris, I appreciate the call uh, because obviously at 25 years old, you got a lump of, if you got a, a lump of money yep. and you just let it stay there, like you pretend you don't have it and you let it stay there until mm-hmm. your retirement age, oh man, can that be amazing. Yeah, and especially you know what it's invested in. I mean, is it, you know, if it... You know, 8% percent ain't bad. Well, no, if, but but some people don't do anything with it. They just have it sitting there in a money market or a savings account. Oh, yeah, no, you got you know, yeah, yeah. So we really yeah. want to look at, you know, and the risk tolerance and, and the time horizon, what we're looking at, what we want to use. And what you're for. talking about with an 8% return, uh, the stock market, mm-hmm. that's usually, you know, you can put in some diversified funds. Usually yeah. a financial planner can help you with that. Yeah, leaving it in a money market or something with a lower bearing interest situation is not going to get you. You can actually lose money because you're not keeping up with them. Yes, yeah, Steve. Sorry. Yeah. 206-421-ROCK, ROCK is 7625. We've got uh, Todd from BECU.org answering your financial questions. Let's go to Kelly and Renton. Kelly, you are on the rock. Come on, guys. How are you? Not too hey, bad, Kelly. buddy. What you got, Todd? You got any so, questions for Todd? So, yeah, no, actually, not really questions. I'm a car salesman. I work for an East Side dealership. And what Todd was talking about, car loans, is absolutely true. You can do the zero. You can do rebates. A lot of times it's in lieu of you know rebates. You get 0%. Most people end up taking the rebates because they're very strong. And then they'll go to their credit union if they haven't already laid their financing in yeah. place and actually get a better rate based on whatever they go to. There's so many variables based on people's credit. Uh, but we do cuddle up uh, credit union direct lender with BECU. You mentioned that. Yep. And uh, I'm a BECU member myself. So Oh, yeah, look at this. Oh, one big family. <laughs> By the way, Kelly, I, you, you don't have a lot of time to talk to Todd. I think I'm going to have him fired today. As you know, I I just, uh, guys. I you know there's, there's ways to go. Come see us over at Evergreen. All right, Kelly. Oh, thanks. There for you go. Time. All right, I Kelly. How about that? Plug in. Yeah, I was wondering. <laughs> if, I respect the hustle. Yeah, I was wondering if the car salesman would get the plug in. I was surprised when you just said an East Side dealership. I know. I was I like, thought, wow, what restraint! And then he was just waiting yeah. for that moment. Thanks, yeah, Kelly. You got to love it. No problem, Kelly. And. Um, yeah, it's 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 you know it's an interesting idea to figure out should I take the money? But then you said to you take the money, then you pay down the principal as opposed to taking yes. the money and going having a party, Steve. Mm. Yeah, yes. Well, that's unfortunate. <laughs> Sorry, right, buddy. We have a text question. That's a good question. Uh, uh, my husband and I just bought a new home eight months ago. We've been remodeling in the meantime, and we believe we've gained some equity in the house. Uh-huh. 
My husband has tossed around the idea of refinancing right now to get that extra money for more house repairs, as well as to pay for my upcoming schooling. Would this be worth it? We're currently, we currently only have our house payment, one credit card, and uh, with under two thousand dollars on it, and we both have excellent credit scores. I'm oh, just worried. Oh boy! Oh boy! Oh boy! Well, just, I, I mean, yeah. a home equity loan is okay if it's used in the right way. So what I mean by that is I would not encourage somebody to go get a home equity loan using your home as an ATM, for example. Yeah. But if you're using the home equity what loan- What if I wanted to throw an awesome party? And it sounds like they're, they're, they're building sweat equity, so they're doing the work themselves. So they're actually you know building the value of the house. So I don't have a problem with that. Um, yeah. Is it know? cheaper to get a home equity loan as opposed to a student loan? As far as like, does that work out easier that you know of, Todd, as far yeah. as interest rates? If you have, um, or if they're refinancing in this case, I think is what she asked. But- yep. um, 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 yeah, typically the interest rate would be lower because it's a secured loan. So if you have the equity in your home and, and you can refinance, um, but, you know, you're going to get your rent rate 4 or 5% versus student loan, 7 8% interest rate. And also, you have said before, the government, if, if just let's just say something really bad happens and they have to go bankrupt, the government won't forgive a student loan, but since it was a, a home equity loan, yeah, that, I mean and, that would be forgivable if the in the worst yeah. So case she scenario, went to school right? and isn't you know yeah. I mean that they could and, bankrupt themselves out of that if they had the other to. Thing they're they're using the money to invest in themselves through education. Yeah. hopefully that leads to more income. Against the road, not right? just a party or hockey pads. <laughs> okay, they're investing in themselves. They're not taking a home equity loan out so they can buy a new hockey stick or a pinball machine. Oh well, that's different. A pinball machine that's totally investing in yourself nice. right there. All right, we've got John. John's got a question. John, you'll be the last one today. John in Seattle, hey, yeah. you're on the rock uh, with uh, Todd from BECU.org. Go ahead, buddy. Thank you. Uh, hey, my name is John. I'm uh, just got a question about uh, bankruptcy again. Uh, my wife and I are. I'm in my. I'm 38. My wife's 40. We have a one and a half year old daughter. Uh, she wants to go bankrupt. Well, that, you tell your daughter she doesn't know enough yet to be able to make those decisions. Yeah. <laughs> my wife. My oh, wife. I see. Yes. Okay. <laughs> We're about 30000 in debt. Uh, some of it's student loans, and I know the deal with that. But um, what is the long term? I mean, is it worth going Chapter 7, or is it worth trying to consolidate the debt? I mean, we, we rent a home. You know, I want to I build a future, not totally mm-hmm. you know, put ourselves in trouble to, you know, screw ourselves out of it. So. Yeah, well, that's a good question. I mean, sometimes bankruptcy, I mean, I don't know in their situation, but sometimes bankruptcy can actually turn a person's life around. Yeah, it, it, it's there for a reason, right? And, and typically it's, it's because of medical debt. That's why my, uh-huh. most people, I don't know if you're, John, if you are if you have medical debt or what that debt. A little debt, bit. A little bit. Yeah, a little bit. I, I mean, yeah. it, you know, it, it is, here's what I would say. I would say um, I'll give you a, a, an organization to talk to. It's the... Uh, NFCC.org. It's the National Foundation for Credit Counseling. Um, they can okay. give you some bankruptcy counseling. If you want to email me, I'll shoot you the link to it. But it's NFC. NFCC.org. They'll get you hooked up with somebody. Bankruptcy is going to follow you for ten years, so it's going to okay. sit. On, it's going to sit there for ten years and haunt you for ten years. Granted, when you get later into it, it doesn't mean as much, but um, it's something you want to seriously consider. So let's talk to somebody and, and walk through it with you. Yeah, and I appreciate the call. And, and the cool thing about this, uh, the places that, uh, like the link that uh, Todd just gave, uh, we have a whole page of those on yeah. KISW.com. If you go to the BJ Miggs page, you'll, you'll, you'll scroll, you'll see Todd's smiling face. Whole page that you click on that has all sorts of great agencies like that. Uh, just another fine service that BECU.org gives you. Todd, as usual, man, time flies. We appreciate you being oh, here. Thanks, Thank, BJ. One last very important question. Oh, okay. I don't want on. this texture to wait all until right. next time. I'm not believing this, Steve, but go ahead. Todd, if I am to buy a pizza for lunch today, uh-huh. is it more beneficial to get pepperoni or a combo pizza? I'm going combo. Combo all the mm. way. Mm. What's on your combo? Uh, 
I got pepperoni, sausage, green pepper, onions. I don't argue with any of that. Yeah. The onion part's debatable, but I like the rest of it. <laughs> oh, man. Onion. If it's done the right way, onions on a pizza is fantastic. Yeah. Yeah, the only good way to do onions on a pizza is to leave them off of the pizza. Oh, is that the only good way <laughs> yeah. to do it? All right. Well, there you go. There's your financial advice from Steve. Uh, Thank you. Uh, don't forget, man, BECU.org. You do not have to be a Boeing employee. You can be if you want to be, or you can just live, work, or attend school here in Washington State, and you can join BECU just like me. It is awesome. Everything a bank can do, BECU can do, except... You are a member and an owner, so you don't have to worry about anybody doing some shady stuff because it basically you're all doing it for yourselves, not for the profit of some bum who's going to retire with a golden parachute. And by the way, uh, Todd, this is your last day. We want to thank you for your services. Because <laughs> I'm an owner, Steve. I get to make that decision at PCU. What's this parachute thing? Uh, the golden parachute. That's what they call when somebody gets a lot of money and they get thrown out of a company, like a big wig CEO. Oh, I never you heard, never heard of that. No. You haven't asked for one of those yet, Steve? Oh, yeah. Dude. Where do I get one? Like, <laughs> Let's say you do such a horrible job at the company, but then they have to give you this big bonus as they throw you out the door, and they call that a golden uh, parachute. Well, the first part I can accomplish. Yeah, you do. Yeah, You just have to put that in your deal, saying, I make sure I get this bonus no matter how bad I I tank this joint. All right, Todd. Thanks, buddy. Thanks, BJ. BJ and Migs. Mornings on The Rock. 99.9 KISW. Tune in is the audio platform with something for everyone. News. In order to secure convictions in a court of law, it is essential that we conclusively. Sports. That clock at four. Donchich. The step back three. You bet. Music. You said my word. Even podcasts. Whatever you love, hear it right here on TuneIn. Go to tunein.com or download the TuneIn app to start listening.